Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Bedworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla, and this is episode number 42. Hey, what's up, everybody, and happy Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. To anybody that's new to my channel, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, thank you for coming back. This week's episode is actually going to be a short one, more of a wrap-up of the Narcissist series. I just want to remind somebody that no one deserves to be treated like crap. Whether it's coming from a parent, a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a friend, an employee, a co-worker, whoever it may be, you do not deserve to be treated like crap. I don't care how long you may have known this person, how long you've been together, if you got kids together, if the sex is good, even if it's somebody that you've known, you know, a part of your life and they're part of the family. You have to be able to recognize the boundaries and recognize that this person is not good for you and you need to be able to remove yourself regardless of who they are. Now understand with narcissists, no one's ever going to be good enough. They'll always try to find something about you to nitpick, to put down, to belittle, just to make themselves feel good. And the sad thing is, you can't change this person. No matter how much you may try to offer some sound advice it's hard for them to receive it because they don't see that they are the problem. But when you're in a relationship, especially a spousal relationship or boyfriend-girlfriend, you want to be able to end the relationship so you can be healthy for yourself. You don't want to stay in something longer than you have to just because you guys been together for so long or just because that person looks good. Because what's going to happen, the longer you stay in that relationship, the less happy you will be. And when you finally get the courage to leave this relationship, best believe they're going to beg, they're going to ask you to stay, they're going to make fake promises, they may even buy you lavish gifts. But as soon as this honeymoon phase is back over, they're going to go back to their self and do the same thing that they've always done. So make sure when you leave or get in the attempt to leaving, develop a plan of exit. How are you going to leave this relationship safely? 
because this person may be so manipulative and controlling that they may not allow you to leave this relationship. So you want to make sure you put things in place that keeps you safe. And especially if you have kids, you want to make sure your kids are safe as well. I advise that you find a trusted friend or a trusted family member that you can tell this exit plan to and let them know what you're doing to do it so that way they can assist you on getting the necessary things you need to remove yourself because you're going to need a bag that may be that may contain temporary clothes until you can get settled you're going to need some documents maybe like your id social security card bank statement maybe some money just things to identify who you are but you want to make sure that you already have it somewhere safe maybe at a friend's house maybe even at a trunk uh, inside your trunk but you don't want to be caught up in something and you and that person's arguing, you're fighting, they won't allow you to leave, and the bag that you have in the house, all of a sudden, they won't give it to you, and now you're out of, you know, out, put out the house without any type of documentation, without any type of clothes, and you're just kind of in a bad situation. So just make sure you prepare your, prepare yourself to have some type of plan available that if you have to leave at the moment's notice, you can go to a friend's house. You can go to a family member's house. Even you may have to go to a woman's shelter just to protect yourself. And once you finally get yourself removed from this situation, be able to remove all contact from this person. Because once you get away physically, you don't want them to tie you down mentally and emotionally and what I mean by that they'll find ways to keep a hold of you by sending texts by calling you by trying to hit you up on social media by trying to go to your job to the kids school whatever it is to try to get in contact with you so you want to make sure that one try to get some type of restraining order to protect you two change any social medias, block them, change numbers, do whatever you got to do to make sure you don't have any contact with this person. And if you happen to have children together with this person, it may be difficult to have no contact as an option. So you do want to get the courts involved because the courts can set it up where you guys can have shared custody but you guys don't have to have a physical connection or any type of physical contact or communication. I'm sorry. What they do, they actually have a system that the court has built where it's a safe space that if you send a mes message to that other person, it's being monitored by the court. So any threatening words, anything that they say that may be incriminating, um, that may be vulgar, abusive, the courts will be able to see that information in a tag. So make sure you do go to the courts, get that set up, and that way that if you do have to contact them for the children's sake, you guys have it in a safe space and you can make the small talk as minimal as possible. And when you finally get settled, and I mean, kind of get in a place where you're from them, 
no contact in your own spot, try to find some closure. Get with the support group of other people that have dealt with narcissists, have dealt with victim abuse, and talk about how you feel, some of the anxieties that you have, some of the pain, some of the the you know the guilt and the denial that you may have because you'll be surprised that somebody else went through the same thing that you did and may have some tips to help you get through it also get a counselor have somebody be by your side during this healing process to provide you with ongoing support they can also give you education you know different books you can read do some research but you want to now find a way to start to heal yourself because you've been with this person for a while. You've been with them as they treated you bad and made you feel less than. Now it's time to heal yourself. So put yourself in position to receive treatment and be open. It may take a year. It may take three years. But anytime you have any type of tra traumatic event, it's not going to be an overnight fix. It's going to require some digging, some healing, some peeling off the band-aid to reveal some old wounds. Maybe that you co you covered up in the relationship so you didn't make them mad or provoke them. Well, now it's time to kind of get all that that's inside of you out so you can heal. Because it's time for you to be whole. It's time for you to really just get to the point where... Yes, I might have gotten to a relationship that I didn't know how to get myself out of. And now that I have gotten myself out of it, it's time to start to rebuild my life. And I know for me, I had to build new coping skills. I had to learn to live without that person. So live, you know, single because you're used to being with that person and spending time. You got to change things, you know, you got to change your environment, change what you do. And even you got to remember to fight the urge to even try to contact them because there's going to be a moment of weakness where you may want to call and check on them or you forgot something. You want to know if you can come by and get it. Let it go. If you didn't get it when you left, let it go. You want to start the healing process early so you don't want to keep going back and forth and then you get caught back into the relationship and now you're starting back over from square one with this person understand you went through something that was very traumatic for you forgive yourself and give yourself grace be able to reclaim your identity and understand that what you're going through, it's going to be a grieving process, just like when someone passes away. Anytime you lose something, there is a grieving process that you have to go through. So hope this message helps somebody that may be in a relationship and is trying to leave. Know that you can do it. You have all the necessary skills to get where you need to be. And if you need to get help and assistance to get out of there, get to your support system, get your friends, get the therapists, even if you have to get the police involved, get somebody involved to make sure that you can get yourself out of a situation that you are no longer safe in. And also, if you need help, 
contact Joy Larkin. She is a narcissist, narcissistic abuse coach, and she can give you resources on how to heal from such a traumatic event and just give you resources on other things you may need during your healing process. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. Next week is November 1st, and you guys already know, Daylight Savings is coming back, so it's going to get dark a lot faster and definitely be a lot cooler. But until next week, keep on smiling. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.